Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash evolutionary woman radio. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Evolutionary Woman Radio. I am your host, Khadija Ali. Welcome, family. Welcome, my sisters. Welcome, my evolutionary women. Welcome to the show. We are so excited to be here yet again, once again. And I love, love, love bringing you all 
dynamic, amazing, powerful, impactful women. And tonight we have yet another amazing, impactful, powerful woman. And her name is Corinne LaFont. And she's an author, she's a speaker, she's a coach, and she's a consultant. And she has a passion for Latin dancing. So we gonna have to talk about that tonight because I love to salsa. She loves writing, she loves traveling, and she's a columnist for the Jamaica Gleaner and an award-winning author in the Small Business Book Award um, back in 2013 with USA. And she's been featured on Television Jamaica and a guest expert on the primetime show, The Innovators. She's been interviewed on Power 106 FM, and she's had numerous online radio interviews. Besides working with authors, Corinne is expanding her speaking career to women in toxic relationships, helping them to identify subtle mental and emotional abuse that slowly diminishes at a woman's self-esteem and self-worth. And uses and she uses writing as a therapeutic tool to help them bounce back, gain closure, and start a new and exciting chapter in life. And family, sisters, friends, supporters, this is something that I'm always down and open to talk about. Um, how we find ourselves in toxic relationships and, you know, are the signs always there? I'm always asking that question. Are the signs there when um, you're in a, in a relationship with someone and why don't you take action and move? You know, what, what is it that's going on maybe in your mind that you won't? So we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about book writing and, um, publishing and we're going to get into a lot of uh, different areas tonight so i want to welcome corinne to the show and family i want you to welcome her to the show wow and oh my goodness Khadija, that was <laughs> awesome <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. I, I wonder, I wonder if it was me we're talking about. Are you sure it's me? It is you. It is, in fact, you. <laughs> oh, excuse me. My allergies are whew, doing a number on me this year. So I just want to welcome you to the show. And I'm so excited because I know I do the show for other people, but I always feel like I learn so much myself when I have guests such as yourself on on uh, the radio show and talking about uh, pu publishing books and books and relationships. So we may spend quite a few, <laughs> quite a, yeah. a, a number of minutes on the relationship. So I'm gonna save that for the end. So let, let's get <laughs> into who, yes. So let's get into you know, who you are and, you know, give us some background and history uh, about yourself. Oh, my goodness. Well, I um, you're talking to me currently in Jamaica. I Woo! have been living here for the past. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the year man, the year man, Jamaica. Yeah. When everybody you tell people that you're from Jamaica, they're like, yeah, man. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That, that, that's one of the phrases that is so attached to the word Jamaica. 
And of course, Usain Bolt and Bob Marley, you know, those are the two icons that, that you know, carries with it. Right. But I've been living I've been living here for 20 years. I'm going. I'm still here. But I am originally born and bred in Trinidad and Tobago, which is another island in the Caribbean. So I yes. travel to and from. Yeah, I travel to and from Trinidad and, and Jamaica. I was recently back home for the Christmas with my two sons. And we came back to Jamaica um, in January, just a, just a few weeks ago, in the middle of January. So I, I travel back and forth. And besides that, I love traveling, like you mentioned in the intro. Traveling is a passion for me. Latin dancing is a passion. I have, you know, we're going to talk about relationships, but I want to kind of mention that that is a passion I've had as a child. Dancing and dancing in terms of ballet, um, the whole thing about dancing, just dancing in itself is something that always, you know, was a curiosity for me. I, I always liked, I like the art. And yes. so um, I paint, I paint and I draw. And of course I write. So clearly I have a creative spirit, a creative bone in me and um, dancing was always my passion, but I never pursued it. I never had the opportunity to, and I always put everybody else before me. And that, that's one of the things that we women go through in relationships. And I know we're going to get to there, but Latin, just to mention mm-hmm. that I picked up Latin dancing. I picked up Latin dancing about a year ago and I just took to it. I always love Latin because I said, if I have to go any gym, I'm not going any gym. I would prefer to Latin dance the waiter. <laughs> I, I know, that's right. Gotta have fun yeah, with right. it. Exactly. It makes no sense torturing yourself in a gym. You're not going to go to it. You, you, you're just really going for the sake of it because you spend the money. And most times you don't. You give up in the middle or even before. And you, you want to go to things that you, you're excited about. So exercise should not be something that is such a bog down. It should be something that you enjoy. And I love Latin yes. dancing. So I know, I know just from watching um, Dancing with the Stars, they lose a lot of weight. So yes, they if do. you want to be mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to trim and tone those legs and, you know, really look sexy and feel sexy, that's the way to go. Right. Ooh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, salsa is one of my absolute favorite forms of uh, Latin dancing. There's something about, um, for me, it's something about when a man takes control because, you know, in in salsa, you follow his lead and I'm not, I'm an alpha female. (laughs) So, you know, it's like... I am, it's the truth. So I'm an alpha female and it's like, oh, I got to follow him. Like I got to, so it kind of teaches me how to get into my feminine energy a little bit, right? And, you know, just the moves, it feels good on your hips and, you know, oh, I just love it. So absolutely, you you make a good good point. point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mentioned a good point because giving up on our control, I am also an an A profile. And Mm -hmm. when I realized that I had, when I realized I had to follow, that was a difficult thing for me because even though I was learning, yes. I was like, no, you're doing that wrong. No, you're doing this wrong. No, that wasn't right. And I had to just <laughs> let it go. And so, <laughs> and so it has taught me over the past year to, to really learn to let go. It really has yeah. taught me to learn to let go and let somebody else take control within reason, of course. You're on the dance floor. Sure. The man takes the lead. You must follow. And even if they make a mistake, you must not point it out to them because on the social dance floor, you're not there to teach anybody anything. You're there to just have fun. It's not to keep right. 
correcting somebody is not is not to keep correcting somebody every time that that ruins the whole fun and excitement about a dance mashing somebody's foot stepping on somebody's foot you know um, making the wrong move not turning at the right time or not turning at all it doesn't matter you just keep dancing and 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 that's what I love about it so I I do salsa I do bachata bachata is my favorite bachata kizumba um so I do a number of the different dances, but my favorite is bachata, kizumba, um, rumba, and, and of course, salsa. Oh, I'm going to have to look into the bachata. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I want to transition into, you know, the the speaking and the the um, the the book writing and the publishing, um, because we have so yeah. many people now who are writing and, and writing their stories and um, how did you get into that industry? You know, what was your, what was your journey in that area? Well, it started long before I formally got into it. I used to help my mom write her report. She was an administrator at a hospital. I was fairly young then, going to high school, and she used to sit with me and ask me to look over her stuff, and I would correct it. And um, even when I moved to university, I used to sit down for hours with her, you know, in the night, she would have these reports, investigative reports, and, you know, you need these things to flow properly. So I used to sit down with her, and the feedback, you know, she used to give me from when others read her report, you know, they were really good. I never took it on much then, because I was just helping my mom. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I, got, as I got older, went out more into the world, this thing kept nagging me about being a writer. I, I had this vision of being a children's author, being an author one day. I didn't know for what reason, but I just had this little voice inside of me. And um, I was working at the Ministry of Education here in Jamaica, and I ended up meeting, the, you know, an author, a woman who's an author, children's author. And I was like, wow, look at that. You know, I started mm. questioning her and finding out more about it. And I just, you know, after a while, I started to pursue it. I mean, it, it took years before I really took it up. and what started to happen too is that I wanted to have my own business, virtual business, you know, be able to move all over the world and have a business, not a not a brick and mortar. And so, you know, yes. virtual virtual um Indian virtual industry started up. And so I said, Okay, great, this is just perfect for me and my kind of personality, flexibility, moving around and that type of thing, having my own business. And so one of the, they had a summit, they had an online summit. And when I attended one of the sessions, the first sessions I attended was this woman who, well, she's passed now, you know, Jan B. King, but she was teaching, you know, speaking on becoming a, an author's assistant. And I was intrigued and I'm like, an author's assistant? I love that. I have the natural talent. I can write, I can work with it. And it took me into the world of publishing. And from then, I mean, I just ventured off. I I started helping people, um, you know, writing their books. I don't write for them, but I guide them. I coach them into writing their books. I help them with, you know, book cover design, um, mm. layout, uh, formatting, formatting for ebooks, print books, even audio books. Um, I do, I do the marketing and all that. I ended up. I said, you know, I need to help as many people as possible and educate people on the publishing industry. And it was just about then that e-books became a big rave because it was a mm-hmm. traditional publishing at the time, printed book. So people were still not too au fait with, with e-books on how to do it. And then Amazon became big. 
you know, and, right. and it was it was really new. And so when I came in, all of this was happening. So people were really looking to learn and they're still learning because it's, it's still new to some people, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I, I reached out to the Jamaica Gleaner, which is a major daily newspaper here. And um, I was offered a contract to write for them, which is what I wanted. Awesome. And so I write for them. I've been, I've been writing for them for, I think, about the past six years or so. I didn't even realize that until recently. I'm like, wow, I've been writing for them for so long. Whoa. You know? Mm. <laughs> and, you know, we have a great relationship. And I get a lot of clients from, from that. You know, a lot of people who, because I offer a lot of free advice through that medium and people reach out to me. You know, people read mm-hmm. the newspaper online. So, so it's not just people in Jamaica, but people anywhere in the world pick up on my, my articles. Wow. And then I, yeah, and then I offer coaching. I'm actually, I have some courses that I develop online to help people to do it on their own, like a DIY type of learning. So they can apply the, the things themselves. So I'm coming up with some more courses for that at myselfpublishinguniversity.com. So look out for that. I'm revamping the website for that with some more courses. And I'll be offering some coaching to those who, you know, need that personal help. Um, I'm offering a coaching um, coming up soon. I think I'll be charging something like $2.97 for three months or something like that. And we'll meet once a month. Yeah, that's not bad. For three months and we'll meet like, so we're going to be doing like a book in 90 days. So you have to be mm-hmm. you have to be committed, you know. Yeah, you have to be committed. We set in a goal, a book in ninety days. So if you're ready to roll and tumble, let's go, you know. So we're gonna yeah, have a Facebook group, we're gonna be sharing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that type of thing. So the publishing and I are really connected and, and it's also connected to as a healing process because you know, we, we're talking about toxic relationships and I'm coming up with, with, with a book based on my experience because I've had 27 years experience in a toxic relationship. And my upcoming mm. book is going to be titled, my upcoming book is going to be titled, I Deserve Better. This is the first Ooh, time yes. I'm actually publicizing the name of my book. So that's the name of my book that will be coming out in June. And um, just to add another plug, I'll be speaking in Dallas, Texas, in June. So the book will be ready um, by then as well in order for me to sign and, and persons who want to purchase it and stuff. But it will be available online as well as if persons attend that event, which is a Power Your Way Forward conference uh, 2017. And if people follow me, you know, on my on my website or just Facebook or whatever, they're going to get some more information. Or they could go to the the, the conference page, Power Your Way Forward, you're going to see, you know, all the speakers. I'm one of the headline speakers that will be helping awesome. women who are looking to, who will be looking to move forward. So I encourage a lot of women and listeners to your show to really try and come to it. It's a one day. It's on June 24th and it's in Dallas, Texas. And if you want more, people can reach out to me. I'll share my details a little bit later in the show. Of course, of course, of course. Oh, this is some good juicy stuff. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> no, because as you were talking, you know, as a you, you you've been on radio and you've done television, so you know that, um, especially when it's an informal uh, platform, and my platform is very informal. I like to engage. I like to have a real conversation. So I glean my questions from what I'm hearing you talk about. I don't really have a set, you know, sometimes you go on shows and they have like a set set of questions, you know, they're going to ask you and things like that. And to me, I like the flow of natural and and real engaging conversation. So me too. I love that. 
Yes. I, so I'm like, oh, like I'm listening to all this delicious deliciousness and goodness. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to pace myself because I don't want to get to the toxic relationships yet because we have like a little bit of time where we can get into that. So I'm trying to pace yeah, myself no here. <laughs> and um, you know, definitely uh, let us know, and you know, of course, we'll share more information about how people can get in contact with you about um, doing this showcase. So, how important do you think it is? Like, because uh, a lot of people think that writing a book that that once you get to the end of writing a book, that's it. That's all. Like, that's all I had to do. I just had to write, and they don't really realize that there's there's other things that go into that there's marketing yourself yeah. and marketing the book and networking. And so, you know, do mm -hmm. you go mm -hmm. into those things with your clients, yeah. you know, with people and do you find yeah. that there are a lot of people that don't realize that, like you got to get out here and market. Yeah. You don't have that machine behind you. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I guess you have to realize that you have to work with people where they are. And, um, a lot of authors, they, are, they tend to be, some of them, I don't want to generalize, but some of them tend to be very reclusive. When you write, because I, I tend to be like that when I'm writing, I, I take a space and don't disturb me. The juices are flowing and that's what I'm doing now. So I'm, I'm, I don't have a TV, I don't have radio. I don't need all of those things. I just, I just stay in a space and I, and I do what I have to do. Um, so writers and authors tend to stay to them and write and and you're right when they finish right they're like wow this is this is what i was supposed to do i'm finished um <laughs> you know that's it i've done my part somebody else take over the other thing and mm -hmm. and that's okay if you have the money for somebody to take over the other things for you that's fine but most authors you know aspiring and new authors don't really have that kind of fun mm -hmm. you know and um and so they need to realize that, like I said, all my clients, I say you need to start marketing before. Yes. Yes. Right? So yes. marketing is supposed to start from the beginning. So just like I just mentioned a while ago about my book, I mean, I've started writing, but the book is going to be ready for consumption of June. by June. Mm -hmm. Start promoting I'm using the opportunity to promote. To promote. Mm -hmm. exactly, I'm, I'm, hearing exactly. I'm hearing a bit of feedback. Is that from on my side or is it on your side? I think it's on your side. Just I don't hear second. it right now. Do you still hear it? Okay. Yeah, hold on one second. Okay, are you hearing me now? Yeah, you're fine. I can hear you fine. Oh, it's just that I'm still hearing some feedback. I don't know why. Do you are you on okay. like a cellular phone? Like are you on um speakerphone? Yeah, I'm on a speakerphone, but it's through my computer. But I just use my headset. But anyway, let's go ahead because most of the time you hear feedback, but it might come through in the recording. So it's fine. No, no, I don't hear feedback at all. So Okay. Uh, I want to say that everything is good, but of course, you'll be able to listen to the replay. And if anyone is listening now, you know, of course, they'll be able to listen to the replay. But um, it could right. just be reverbing your yeah. end. That's all. Okay. It could be. So I'll yeah. Be yeah, so, yeah. I'll just be cognizant. Yeah. So, <clears throat> mm -hmm. yeah. So, so, so the writing, I mean, you know, people are like that. If they, if they have the funds, they spend the money for somebody to have their market, et cetera. But if you don't, you need to 
really throw yourself into it. But whether you have the money or not, I recommend that you start marketing even before the book is finished. Most people, mm -hmm. they tend to write and then want to market. You start marketing before so that by the time the book is ready, you would have a whole list of people just waiting for the book to be finished to consume it. Some of them would have already pre-ordered. You could have all of that set up in place where people can pre-order the book. So by the time the book is published, it will start to ship out to them. So, right. you know, you, 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 need to, you need to have things in place like that. But most people don't think about that. They just think about, I just want to focus on writing the book and then that's it. And a lot of people have written books and have it sit down there. Stories, journals, letters to their children, you know, documented stuff. And they're like, over how many years? And they're just sitting down on it. And, and you know, it is so therapeutic to write, to just write your thoughts. You know, we, are, we have been given with a gift, you know, each one of us you know, from God to be able to come up with ideas and many really good thoughts really flow through our minds in the day when you're going to sleep, especially and when you wake in the morning. And so when you document these things, I mean, you need to share it. Every one of us has a story to tell. Even you have a story to tell and you don't know yeah. whose life it can impact. Even if it's one person, it, it makes a difference. You know, so keeping it to yourself right. is an injustice. You're not, you're not, you're not helping. You know, people think that helping is going out and volunteer or giving cash or something. But mm -hmm. me sharing my story, me sharing my story in a book can touch the lives, the life or lives of many women or even men or other, other people out there. You know? That's right. You're absolutely right. I, I agree with you 100%. And I always say that to... Um, people who are around me and it's so funny because I have a, a couple of people now who <clears throat> who are starting to write their stories I'm on my second book <laughs> I wrote my Very first good. book actually with, with two other women so now I'm writing a book that, where it's just me and it's a totally different yeah. experience when you do yeah. an anthology it's yeah. kind of easier because you have other people and it's like oh do you have your part i have my part i got my you got your part and then it's like all right then you come together but when you're writing yeah. your own very own book that can happen what you talk about that that yeah. kind of going away because you really do have to like recall things and think yeah. about what you're yeah. writing and i you know i don't know what your process yeah. is but my process is like I have to pull out my old journal sometime. I have to pull out books that yeah. I've read. I have to pull out, you know, the yeah. different references to kind of bring the story together. So, together. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I guess there are people who don't, who really aren't interested. I won't say don't. They're not interested in the business aspect of writing right a book after mm -hmm. it comes out, you know, so right. anyway. And this is why you have to ask, this is why you have to ask people, what, yes. why are you really writing a book? Some people, some people just want to leave a legacy. Some people say, this is something yes. that I always wanted to do. I just want to check it off my bucket list. Some people want to make money from it. Some people want to leave it for their children or their grandchildren, you know, so it's, Everybody has different reasons. I always ask people why. What What is the objective? What do they see the book doing in the next five years? Or what would they like to see the book doing in the next five years? You know? So once you have an idea of the objective, they're not going to be disappointed. If you don't have the kind of expectations, then you will be disappointed. Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
So we're going to get to the good stuff because now we're at the top of the hour. <laughs> it is now 5.57 and we are enjoying our conversation here with Corrine LaFont. She is an author. She's a speaker. She's a coach. She's a consultant. She is a columnist for the Jamaica Gleaner and she's been featured on television Jamaica and she's a guest expert on the primetime show, The Innovator. What is The Innovators about? This is this is so fascinating and interesting to me <laughs> is that um, I love okay. having people from, I love having international people on the show because we get to expand our world. We get to expand and see what other people are doing in other parts of the world. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that show and, and you know, what is it about? Well, The Innovators is really about business people, people who want to start a business. And so they audition or they, they submit a proposal um, to the coordinators um, to say that they want to, they, they need help. So these are business people who may have been operating, but their business isn't moving or they're just starting out and they, they really want to get it going, you know. And so it gives them exposure because this is publicized on television and it's publicized on, in prime time so a lot of people watch it. And they, they get the kind of advice that they need, you know, and it is for them to implement. And what they do is they, they show follow up, follow up for them to see where they are and, and how they're progressing. And a number, of, a number of them have been successful, you know, some of them, you know, they may not be consistent in implementing and so they probably may go back to their position but the show does give them exposure and so I I know the, the the owners and coordinators of the show and they reached out to me actually um but it's, it's, it's such a thing about the law of attraction I've always wanted to be on that show I've looked at it and I I, I know the the persons behind it and um they reached out to me because I'm into publishing and they had a guest on on their show that wanted to, to write, to become an author, etc. And so she said to me, that's Yannick Sage, she wrote, she wrote to me and she said, Corey, well, I don't even know if she wrote to me. I can't even remember because she could just call me up. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I would like you to be on the show as a resource expert and, you know, to be able to do this and that. And I'm like, sure, whatever, because it's Yannick, we are friends, you know. So I said, sure, yeah. when, you know, and there was film crew makeup. I'm like, what is all of this? Film crew, makeup, <laughs> lights in your face. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, you feel like a movie star. And then I'm like, cut. I said this wrong. Cut. No, this wasn't right. Uh, and then you start eating up yourself. <laughs> you know, because you want to sound so perfect, aren't you? Right. <laughs> you want to sound so perfect. And then, and then you start to sweat and you're nervous. And then all the information that you know before it just like went out through your brain and you're like, oh my God, I suddenly some dumb. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh I just my I just <laughs> I just have so much fun with these things. I mean, you, you watch a lot of people, I'm telling you, all those people mm -hmm. who are super successful now, they have done all these little bloopers and made so many mistakes on the way to success. I am not afraid. I am the the, the I know that I'm on the way to success, Khadija, yes. and you know when you're on the way to success, but the more failures you make, the more you fail, the more successful you're going to be. It might sound kind of funny, strange, but the more you fail, is the more successful you're going to be. Why? Because you are willing to take the risk. Why? Because 
you are willing to learn from your mistakes. Why? Because you're willing to laugh at yourself, you know, and you're like, hey, I did that. I learned from that. I, I, I'm able to come back. I'm able to bounce back. Not everybody's willing to do that. There are people with the type of personality that have to have it perfect from the get-go. And if that's right. the case, you're not going to learn. You know, you have to be able to have fun with whatever you're doing. Just, just enjoy. That's what the right. hell? Just enjoy right. and, and just enjoy the moment. You know, nobody cares. <laughs> right. Nobody cares. You know, you know I mean... You, you- yeah, you mentioned two things that I'm like, oh my God, we got to talk about that before we get to talk relationships. But you mentioned law of attraction and you kind of kind of talked about it actually a little bit even before that, because you imagined when you were a little girl that you wanted to be an author yeah. and that you wanted to yeah. um, <clears throat> write and you knew yeah. kind of like what you wanted to do. And then you started meeting people that did the thing that you yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, how how important is that for, especially a person maybe in business or, or whatever you're doing in your life, how important it is, it, mm-hmm. is it for you to, to know like what you want to do and, and pursue your dreams? And then the other thing you mentioned was not being afraid to fail, which is a big oh, yeah. thing. For a lot of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the thing about it is, the universe doesn't understand yes or no. The universe doesn't know um, the future. It doesn't recognize the future. The universe only focuses or only knows what you focus on. So if you say, um, I don't want a guy who smokes. I don't want a guy who drinks. I don't want a guy. I don't, I don't, I don't. That's why you will attract it because you're focusing on that. But if mm-hmm. you keep focusing on the things that you, if you keep focusing on the things that you want as opposed to the things that you don't want, because the universe cannot distinguish what you want from what you don't want. It only knows what you focus on. It only knows mm-hmm. no. It only knows no. And everything that you want and desire is already they're waiting for you, you know, it's just for you to get in alignment with it. It's just for you to be in that frequency. You know, when people say, oh, we're on the same wavelength. I don't know if you guys use that in, in, in the yes. same time. So we use yes. that phrase. Wavelength. Wavelength is talking about frequency. You're on the same frequency. You're talking the same language. And so you're able to understand. Sometimes you think of somebody, and before you know it, you see them on the road walking, and you're like, oh, my God, I just thought about you. Or the person might just call you. It's because at that moment, you were sending out that vibration, and it connected with the person, and they call you. Now, some people listen to this might find it free. They might say, oh, that's airy, fairy stuff. But I will tell you, everything in my life, Mm-hmm. When I look back, when I sit down and I, when I sit down and I think about this, Kadisha, and I realize everything that I've said I've wanted, and I mean I've focused, focused to the point, not to say like you, you just tear at it and you, you focus on it, but you have to learn to let it go. You think about it, it means so much to you because you, you, the, the key thing as well is to be emotionally attached to that particular goal or objective or vision or dream. Because I mm-hmm. wanted to dance so much, because I wanted to dance so much, I got the opportunity to dance. That was a passion that I, I laid down, I buried. And when, when, I, when the opportunity came, I just felt that joy. You know, and the, the, the thing about it, about this law of attraction is that you must do the things that you enjoy. Focus on the, 
on the times that that you enjoy something. So if you're going through a bit of a funk right now and you know, it makes no sense staying in it because it's not getting you anywhere. So you focus right. on something. You, you have to put yourself, put the stop sign in front of you and say stop and think of something that made you feel good. It could have been eating that chocolate cake, could have been hanging out with Khadija at a wine place or the dinner or the party mm-hmm. with friends or the it could be walking on the beach, it could have been a trip, it could have been dancing. I don't care. Just find one thing that made you feel good and just focus on that. And then you're going yes. to start to change. The whole frequency will change. So the law of attraction mm. is very, very important to me. So I only focus on those things that I want. And yes, we're human. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we're going to get distracted and things are going to pull us away. And that's how the physical world works. It's going to distract you, but you are in control. You mm-hmm. can decide what you what you want to pay attention to. And I just decide I am not paying attention to anything negative. And hence my reason for not having a TV or radio. And somebody might say, but you're an author. You're, you're, you're writing for the newspaper. How come you don't have they that? They can't even imagine no, it. They can't even imagine it. Yes, yeah. they can't imagine it. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. My quality of life is much better than the people who watch TV and listen to radio. Because yep. they are constantly perpetuated and bombarded by the negativity of the world. And I don't have that. So when, when everybody out there is helping to spread the word of negativity, who is killing, who, who is after, who is banning, who, I don't have those conversations. And sometimes when I'm traveling, people want to bring those things up to me. And I'm like, I don't want to speak about it. And they're like, what? I don't want to speak about it. And they try, I don't want to speak about it. They can't even it. imagine why you don't want to have. Let me tell you, Corinne, this exactly. is such an on-time conversation because today <laughs> I had this very talk with my very best friend and I love her dearly. Oh my God, like we've been friends forever, twenty over 25 uh-huh. years. And so mm-hmm. she starts bringing up, you know, some things, of course, that are in the news constantly. And it's mm-hmm. not that I don't see yeah. it. I see it. I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook. How can you not see yeah. what's going on? <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and so one of the things that I said to her today was I don't lend the words of my, my the power of my words to anything that yeah. disempowers me. Exactly. And she, And she just could not. Like she couldn't understand why I don't want to talk about, you know, of course, the things that are obviously in the news here in the United States. And I'm saying because it's enough people paying attention to that. It's enough people paying attention to that. I'm not going to give more of my energy over to something of that magnitude, you know? And Mm -hmm. I don't know if many people get that, you're lending your energy, you're lending your yeah. your life force yeah. to something that's disempowering, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. this, this is such a refreshing conversation and I just thank you so much <laughs> for really going yeah. into the law of attraction and re- what it really is yeah. and really understanding yeah. that. I appreciate you so yeah. much, thank oh, you. <laughs> I appreciate you. No, I, I have a better quality of life, I smile. Every time I walk out or go anywhere, I'm always smiling. I engage people in laughing. I make people smile. You know, I, mm-hmm. I if, and if I feel negative energy, I move. I don't have mm-hmm. to say yeah, that. Is, you know, something that people need to realize. If you go out with friends and you start up something or you feel an energy, you don't have to stay there. 
Why do you feel mm -hmm. that? And, and sometimes we have to cut off our friends. It's not that we don't like yeah. them, but the energy that they have is not something that we want to be around. And if they can't understand right. that or they choose not to, then they are not the kind of person to have around. You know, I don't have a lot of friends and the people who I have as friends, we don't carry on that conversation. So, you know, I, I cut off a lot of things from my life. And, and when we get to the point of relationships and whole, the whole thing about toxicity, that is it. We yeah, well, let's talk about it. We hear. <laughs> yeah, we are constantly bombarded by toxicity, toxicity of the media, mm -hmm. toxicity in terms of what you consume with food, toxicity in the workplace, toxicity in in, in your relationship with somebody, it doesn't matter. Anything that's toxic, you need to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. We have a very short life. We have a very short life. I don't know when God will be ready for me. And I don't want right. God to tell him, wait, wait, I'm not ready. Wait, wait, I wasn't ready yet. I can't tell him that, right? Because when he's ready, he's ready. I want to be right. able to tell him a full life. I've, I've done it. I don't want people to be sorry for me or bawling and crying when I when I go. I want people to say, celebrate, you know, Corinth is this and Corinth is that. And I remember this time and I remember that. I don't want people to be crying. Yes, and memories, yes, positive human. memories. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. a human emotion. They will miss me and I get all of that. But they want to be sitting talking about all of this and that, what we did and the craziness that we did, all the freaky stuff, all the non-freaky stuff, you know. <laughs> That's what right. I, you know. Right? That's what I want. That's what I want. You know, so people need to understand that, you know, toxicity comes in all different forms and we just need to get rid of it. But you see, some people feel that, what would my friends think? What would my family think? I really don't mm -hmm. give a damn. And you, you have to really start giving yourself permission to say, I don't give a damn. Because mm. what you are doing is if, if you... If you keep doing it the other way, you are giving other people permission to treat you the way they want to treat you. And then when you That's feel right. bad, when you feel bad and your self-esteem is low and you can't get anywhere and you feel like you're stuck, you're, you're in a prison, it's nobody else's fault but yours. You have given mm -hmm. those other people permission to control to you. those things, yes. Yes, you can't mm. look at Khadija and blame Khadija for that. You can't look at the next door neighbor or your mama. No, it's you. Look in the damn mirror, like Michael Jackson says. Look in the mirror. It's you. Man in the mirror. So that's right. Yes. Yes. So you've got to take back control. Take back that damn control. Look yourself in the same mirror and take back control and say, I give myself permission to say no. No, I don't want to be with you anymore. No, I'm not having sex with you anymore. No, I don't want to talk to you. No. You're no longer my friend. No, I'm not watching TV. No, I'm not reading the news. No, I'm not eating this. No, I'm not. You practice. <laughs> practice. It's pretty easy. No, no, no. Practice. Practice to say no. What's the worst that can happen? Somebody stops talking to you? That can be the right. best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> you know, it can be the best thing for somebody not talking to you. It might be the best thing. Right. Right. Yeah, you might find your energy will lift. You may find that your energy yeah. will uh, improve and and your mood will improve uh, once you get of rid course. of the toxic toxic relationships yeah. and toxic um, conversations. Yeah. Right. Of so, um, how would you like yeah. going out with your friends? 
How would you like you going out with your friend and everything she talks about, the, the little time that you have, that you want to talk girl talk and, you know, just 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 talk and chill, that that she or he is talking about what's going on in the government and, and, and what's going on wherever else. Who wants to talk about that crap? I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to spend my time doing that. I don't want to spend my time you texting somebody while I'm spending quality time with you. All that is toxicity that you don't appreciate my time. You don't respect my time. You're allowing technology to replace what we have. Then you don't, you right. don't recognize me. You know, right. you know, mass media and technology is taking over the world. And it's only because we are allowing it to. If I'm going mm-hmm. up with somebody, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm talking to a guy, let's say on, on, on Skype or Facebook call, right? And mm-hmm. I see him texting. So either you're talking about six other people while you're talking to me. I'm like, what? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be talking to me. It's me. So he thinks that I'm being selfish. I want to demand all of his time and he have to share his time. I said, well, then I need to come out so you can spend the time with the other six people. You know, People need to understand the, the purpose of human interaction and, mm-hmm. and what you get from that. You need to respect the other person. You need to respect the other person's time and, and what they can bring and what you can learn. I want to be able to tell people, I know Khadija, I know her favorite colors. I know her favorite wine. I know if I was to go and buy something in the store for her, I know what she would like. You know? Right. I can pick up something from that I know Khadija would love. But people don't know these little things anymore. They're all into texting. They're all into everything else except mm-hmm. the other human beings. So we are losing that. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get a little bit in. It's absolutely wonderful. I want to get a little bit into the toxic relationships because one of the things that you said is that you help women identify the subtle mental and emotional abuse that slowly diminishes a woman's self-esteem. Because normally, usually you hear people talk about mental abuse and emotional abuse, physical abuse, and usually it's overt things, right, that are happening. So, like, tell us some Mm -hmm. of the subtle things that happen um, in a relationship, you know, a woman who's in a relationship, like, what can she maybe sometimes experience, and um, Mm -hmm. how does she get out of that? You know, how does she get herself out of that? Well, girl, it's it's very difficult, because just like we're saying, it's subtle. Mm-hmm. And the the person, the other person who is doing it to you, which in most cases is the man, um, you know, is a form of control. And you may have started off in a relationship really nice. You know, when you're courting someone, everything is all nice and dandy, you know, and then you're all flutters and butterflies and everything, and you're caught up and all of those things is nice. But you do see and feel it. You do see and feel and question, but we, we make excuses. And we're like, well, probably he said this because or whatever, or you kind of just push it under the rug. We do see it because we are built in with a, a sort of guidance mm-hmm. that, tells each, that tells each one of us that something isn't right. But we ignore it. And we just keep going on and sliding food and food in the relationship. Um, 
when you start talking like the other person, your mannerisms change and you start mm. using the words that using the words and sounding like them, you know, your 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 whole behavior has changed. You know, you realize that hold on, if if you are aware, the, the thing about it, Felicia, is that you have to you have to start realizing and becoming aware of yourself. If you're not aware, you can slip deeply into that. But you start behaving like them. You start realizing that I am talking to my children the way how he speaks to them. I'm even using the same words. You start talking down. You start believing that you are at fault for everything. If the sun don't come out at the time it's supposed to, it's your fault. If the wind doesn't blow in the right direction, it's your fault. You start accepting what they tell you. That is your fault. Even though you know, because you're a woman of sense, even though you know you didn't do anything, but you accept it. Okay? You start, uh -huh. <laughs> you, you know, there are so many, so many little things. You, you, you realize that you're feeling older than you really are. You don't right. feel as sexy. They, they're not appreciating you and you're like, you know, you're trying, but your trying is not good enough. Nothing you do is good enough because they mm -hmm. don't tell you anything and they're like, why do I need to tell you that you look good? You, you're supposed right. to know that you look good. You know, a man is mm -hmm. supposed to tell a woman that she looks good because a woman likes to feel needed and appreciated because we women right. tell men that they look good. Honey, you look hot. I love when you wear that particular shirt or that pants because we love to see our men looking good. But there are some men that don't reciprocate. And to, uh, to have that form of control over you, they don't tell you that. They right. don't tell you that you're looking good because it will make you feel like you're all that and then other men might start watching you. Right. They don't want that. So they keep you at a particular place so that you're just right there, just there for them to control you, but you don't go any further. So you, you mm -hmm. start you start your self-esteem, your whole behavior, your mannerism, you're not you feel older than you are, you start treating your children differently. You know, it's a whole right. lot of little things. You even the relationship in bed, your sexual relationship changes because you know deep down you're not feeling the way that you probably used to initially. You know, or you're mm -hmm. looking for more and you're just not getting that, or or the person that you are, he's not like that. You know, you just realize that there are changes if you are mm -hmm. aware. So there are lots of lots of little subtle things, especially especially part about you know putting down yourself. They they you start putting yes. down yourself. You start feeling well. You know, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. Why should I be? You know, it's it's a whole lot of things. You know, and it's when you come out, you ask about how do you get out. You just need to talk to yourself. You know, and and one of the things. One of the things some people do is, you know, this is why I talk about God a lot. But you can't do these things alone. When you when mm -hmm. you become aware, you start questioning. You can't do these things alone. And some people may not believe in God. Some people may. Whichever which, whichever way you do it, it doesn't matter. But find a support group, find a find a good friend or a confidant that you can talk to that wouldn't judge you because you don't need anybody to judge you. And as a matter of fact. Nobody is here on earth is hired by God to help him judge. He don't need help. So 
God doesn't need anybody to help judge anybody, so it's not your responsibility. So nobody's supposed to be judging anybody because if you're not in somebody's shoes, you have no right to judge. Right. <laughs> so you talk to someone, you talk to someone, you may have a, a, a close friend or a pastor, a priest, somebody that you can that you feel you could relate with and say, you know, you could have it like a, a very vague sort of conversation. You know, like you might say, you right. know, um, so and so happened, and what do you think about that? If a if a guy does this, or you know, I did so and so the other day, and this was the response I got, and you know, just hear what she thinks. You know, just hear yeah. what she thinks. Or it might be a guy, maybe a guy that you're talking to, and it just takes time. But spiritually, you need to build yourself. For those who believe in God, you need to build yourself because let me tell you, you can't do it alone. And even no matter how many friends you have, they are not going to be there with you the day when you decide to walk out or leave or take action. It's, yeah, it's called so self-esteem for a reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? So you need to have that spiritual strength to really mm-hmm. say within yourself, I have it and I have back it is. I have, yes. you know, the grace of God to be able to help me to carry myself. I can make it. I believe in myself. Because God didn't put you here to be controlled by anybody. Right. He put you here to live in abundance. He put you here to live a happy life. He doesn't. He didn't put any of us here for us to be suffering. Okay? Right. So why are we suffering under the hands of, of, a, of a man or of whatever it is? Why? Right. Or of a boss right. or of a friend or of whatever. It doesn't matter. Why? Right. Right? And this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission. Do you know I am working on my body here right now, okay? And I my intention is to walk the beaches of the world in, in tongues. I'm mean, in tongues. Yes. Okay? I don't yes. I might run I might skip across on the beach, the sand <laughs> so I hope that nobody <laughs> see me. But I have to walk on the beach in a tongue. Okay? And I have to go to Hawaii. I have to go to Hawaii mm-hmm. and wear coconut bra. Coconut bra and grass skirt. Okay, so I have I have little right. things that I, <laughs> I have little things that I want to do that you know in my relationship I probably couldn't have done because how it would look. You know who gives a crap? Right? It's how I feel, and I should be allowed to do the things. I mean, I'm not I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm not you know it's it's just fun. You know, some people think fun is bungee jumping or jumping out of a out of a plane or, or, or just whatever. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. even dancing, some people might find, some, some people may even find dancing is weird. You know, because when you, when you do Latin dancing, like for us, I mean, in Trinidad, we dance with all different types of men. You're, you're not stuck to the man that you go out with if you go out with a man. You're allowed to, right. you, you, you dance with everybody. And so some men are so possessive and controlling, you cannot dance with any other man. They only want you to dance, you only want you to dance with him which is not how it's meant to be. So if you know that you have a guy that's like that and controlling, I would suggest cut it from now because it's just going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Stop fooling yourself. And that's another thing. We women fool ourselves. We know better. You know, we, we have a guiding chip, especially women. We have a guiding chip. That we do. Intuition. Intuition. Yes, we, we all have, have it built it. in. We have it and we are not using it. We know, we know it in our gut. We we hear that little thing, 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 you know, and it's like you're, you're ignoring it. You're ignoring it. Stop ignoring it. Stop making excuses. Stop stop lowering your standards and accepting.
accepting anything <coughs> below what you know you deserve. Right. <coughs> Sorry, you know, stop, stop it. Mm -hmm. You deserve better. And this is why my book is what is, is named like that. I yes. deserve better. better. That's what it is. Yes. It's simple, it's to the point, and it's a fact. I deserve better. And the book is, is, is not going to be only about women, but it's geared towards women. But I know that there are men too who are probably in toxic relationships. So I don't want oh, to see that men, men are the only ones dishing it out. There are women who are dishing it out too, who can be controlling. I'm so and glad you on. said so, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we don't want to give the impression that it's, it's just one-sided and we're all feminists and whatever. No, yes. it happens on both sides. And, and right. you know, the characteristics of teachers are, are the same, you know? So mm -hmm. we just need to be aware of those subtle things. And when you hear ting, 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 be aware and, and take control. And we allow our emotions hide into that, into that relationship to control us. No, no, no. Pull yourself away from it and ask yourself, take a 10 steps back or even 20 and say, if I was watching my friend doing that or that was happening to my friend, what would I what do? What would I think? Mm -hmm. What would I think? What would I say to her? Take right. yourself out of it and look at it objectively. And that's your decision. That's your decision. Mm -hmm. Is this the way how you want to live your life? I always tell people, if you're unhappy, you're in a relationship and you're certainly not happy. You're just going along. And you never stay in a relationship for the sake of the children. You never stay in a relationship for the sake of the children. I'm going to say that again. You never stay in a relationship for the sake of the children. The children grow old. They get older. They move out and they leave you there with the same man that you're unhappy with. By then you're so old, you just can't bother to go anywhere. You think nobody's going to want you. You get mm -hmm. out of there as early as possible. You get out. You get out. You get out. You don't know how long you have on this earth to live. And you must right. ask yourself, if you're in a relationship for 10 years, 20 years, is this how I want to spend the next 10 or 20 years of my life? Hell no. Right. Hell no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So you get out of it. You get out of it. Some people might say, well, I'll try and work it out. No, you have been trying to work it out for the past, the first 10 years. There's right. nothing to work on because people don't change. You are, you, are you prepared to change, to, to accommodate his thing or, or vice versa? Right. Are you prepared? No. So it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Right? It mm -hmm. makes no sense. We have to stop compromising on ourselves. We need to stop giving other people permission to do to do the things that they're doing to us. We're giving people permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one more question. This is all good stuff. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being on the show yeah. and sharing your life and sharing with us um you know your journey. Um I guess my yeah. last question is how can a woman use writing to bounce back? Mm -hmm. You know, what 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 oh, do you yeah. suggest they do clo uh, to get closure or and to start that new life? Well, the journaling, because that's how a book will start. You journal every day. You write what's going on with you. You wouldn't believe at the end of a month, the end of six months, the end of a year, 10 years, what you would have. 
you can have several books in the making just right there, just from journaling. You know, when we were younger, people used to have their diary. You know, as yes. a young child, they have their diary. We have to go back to that. That their diary was something that children used to document anything that happened in their day. Whether it's a boy yes. like them, whether it's their parents dished out unfair treatment, or they appreciated something. You know, it could be anything, or the teacher, mm -hmm. whatever it is, or something happened that was private. So you journal it. And another thing I would say to people is have a gratitude journal. It could be a combination. Yes. Right? It could be a combination of a gratitude journal. So don't think everything has to be about the bad. It doesn't matter the bad because in the bad experiences, there is good. There's always a blessing to come out of that. So be grateful for all the quote unquote, let's call it bad things that may happen to you. What mm -hmm. you perceive as bad, but there's always something to learn. So you start off. I, I, I appreciate I walk out of, of where I live in the apartment and I take pictures of the flowers. It is so beautiful mm -hmm. where I live. The walkway just coming into my apartment and sometimes the different flowers have blossomed. And remember I live in the Caribbean, so we have a variety of different plants and, and stuff. And I just walk mm -hmm. around. I take pictures of the moon in the night. You know, when the moon is so beautiful, I take pictures of the moon and I say, thank God for the moon, thank God for the sun. You know, I can feel right. the warmth of the sun on my skin. You know, there are people who are freezing their butts off wherever they are right now. I have the warmth of the sun on my skin. I, I mm -hmm. can appreciate everything, breathing, I being alive, opening my eyes every morning, smiling with somebody that I didn't even know. You know, right. just, just spreading joy. I mean, you have to have gratitude. Live with a, with a purpose of gratitude. You know, and an attitude of gratitude and journal. And that in itself is therapeutic mm -hmm. because as you go along, whatever it is you're going through, you realize that what you're going through is minute compared to all the other good things that are happening in your life. Mm -hmm. It's minute. Amen. It is nothing in comparison to what is good going on in your life. And so that person who is probably dishing out those things to you to make you feel bad is so minute. It's so small, insignificant. They cannot change who you are, and it is. And, and in doing so, it becomes therapeutic. And so, when you document, you document, you document every day or several times for the day. You know, it helps you. It helps you to mm -hmm. put things in perspective and and to look back. And it's amazing that you may write something today and you don't realize the lessons that you would learn from it. And five, ten years later, you flip back those pages, you would see why you had to go through what you went through five, ten years earlier yeah. for you to learn that lesson. But if you don't document it, you would never remember it. Because it's lost in memory. It goes deep, deep in your subconscious. You might never remember. You know? Right. And, and yeah. I don't think that you want to do. I don't think that you want to do. I'm getting back into my painting, my drawings that I've put down for years. I've picked mm -hmm. up my, my dancing that I wanted to do. So I'm, I'm building back into the person that I used to be, that I should be. Not, mm -hmm. what, somebody else wants me to, not what somebody else wants me to be. Right, right. I am, right. I am in my own frame. I am in my own frame. Stop making people frame you and tell you what, what you should be in that frame. You are your own masterpiece. 
You don't need somebody to frame you. Absolutely. Mm, you shared yeah. some good stuff here today, some nuggets. And uh, it brings me back to a time when I was in a very toxic relationship. And that's one of the things that I did is I journaled every day because mm -hmm. it kept me from picking up the phone to call that person. Journaling mm -hmm. kept me. Mm -hmm. And then I made a bucket list of things that I always wanted to do. Because I said, oh, my God, yeah. I just wasted two years of my life. What did I do this to? <laughs> you know, why did I waste these two years yeah. of my life? Two years of my life. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? What I got from that experience was I really, really got self-love and self-esteem and mm -hmm. self-worth. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I really learned mm -hmm. what those things meant uh, in my life. Yeah. And so... Yeah. You know, it wasn't mm -hmm. wasted. But, you know, in the, of course, in the beginning, you are very angry and you're like, oh, I just wasted all this yeah. time with this person. You know? Yes. Yeah. But you have, to, you have to go through it in order for you to value you. Exactly. Yeah? exactly. In order for you to value you. Because because as I go out now, I didn't realize, I look at my, I never used to find myself attractive or pretty or, you know, gorgeous. And when I step out, people are like, oh my gosh, you're so gorgeous. You're so beautiful. And I'm like, what? Are you wearing glasses? What, what are you doing? You know, you know, and, mm -hmm. and people are just, but they see, they see a spirit within you. They see such a vibrant spirit because, you know, beauty is not a matter of your, your skin, your color, your eyes, your hair, your shape or anything. It, it, it's that sure. inner part of you that radiates outward, you know, and I'm like, but there's so many beautiful women and they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. And the, the real men will tell you, Beauty is not a matter of your skin, your shape, your the size of your butt, your breast. It's, it's that personality that comes out that is what is attractive to them. And so now, you know, when I step out, I mean, I step out with so much confidence. Not that I was lacking it before, but after going sure. through, you know, after going through and recognizing, it's like I said, determining your self-worth, which is what my book is about. You know, I deserve yes. better. It, you know, and this is this is what I'm helping women with to determine to understand their self worth, recognize their self worth, put a value, put a currency on that damn thing, right? And yes. do something about that. Shit. Do something about that shit. Don't just don't just know that your worth, you're priceless. Or let's say you put a hundred thousand dollars on your self worth and you just throw that away to the wind. No, you are priceless. Mm -hmm. You're priceless. And anybody coming near to you or talking to you or interacting with you, they need to realize that you're priceless. Mm -hmm. They need to appreciate you. You need to appreciate you and they need to appreciate you. And anybody who can't do that, they need to go. There's a delete button for a reason. Well, I was yes. going to ask you uh, mm -hmm. a to give us some parting words because we're at the end of the show. And I've enjoyed it immensely. And I wanted you to yeah. leave our audience with some words of wisdom, your favorite scripture, a, a wow. quote, or something along that magnitude. Oh, gosh, I have so many. But one that comes to mind <laughs> readily as you ask me. Yeah, there are so many, you know, and it's hard to just pick on one, you know. Sure, but, sure. You know, it's it's one. I I follow Bob Proctor. I don't know if anybody knows him, but yes. he, right? 
he's, he's a mentor of mine and I'm part of his groups and stuff like that. And I read his books and, you know, that type mm-hmm. of thing. And, and he talks about the law of attraction. He was part of the secret, you know, with the movie and, and that type of thing with Napoleon Hill and all sort of stuff. So he talks about your God's highest form of creation. We are God's highest form of creation. We are meant to be creators. We are meant to be successful. We are meant to live an abundant life. Okay? So if you are God's highest form of creation, we need to live up to that. Mm-hmm. We need to live up to that. Nothing below that. If you're the highest form of creation, you cannot accept anything that is below that. Right. You right. cannot. It, 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 you know, it is just, it's like a spit in the face of God, of what he has created mm-hmm. you to be, to become. And and you can't do that. You shouldn't. Whether you're believing God or not, you are God's highest form of creation. You didn't come here on your own, right? Whether it takes two parents to bring you, it doesn't matter. There was a reason for you to be here. And the fact that you are here, you are here, it means to say there's a purpose. And we have to be able right. to find that. And I've found my purpose you know, over the years, is to be able to help others, to help other women. And probably, as mm-hmm. I said, you know, you don't understand why you go through the things that you do, but I believe I had to go through the type of relationship that I have, you know, in order to be able to help others. Yes. So we might say, oh, God, why yes. are you putting me through this? Why are you putting me through that? He had to put me through it. Instead of saying, why me? Why don't right. you say, why not me? Why not you? you know, why exactly. Not why not me? Stop questioning whether it's why it had me. Why me? Like if you're a victim, why not mm-hmm. me? Right. Step up, be the leader, be that person to be able to tell others your story. Whether it's through a book, whether it is over the podium, on the stage, it doesn't matter. And this is this is my intention, you know, especially when I go to Dallas in June on June twenty fourth. So persons who are listening to this, I would really invite you to come over, join us. You know, the tickets are on sale now. I think it's about $55 or something like that until February 28th. You know, so try and hop on board, get get to the event. You know, there are so many, you know, other women, powerful women like myself who will be there that can share their stories and you can learn, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's, it's, it's woman time. Come on. I mean, it's sisterhood, okay? We need to help each other up. So, right. so come to that event, look out for my book, get the book when it's out. It will be obviously at a discounted price at that particular time, but get it before it, it goes higher. You know, but you can check it out. I deserve better. It's not online yet, but I'm going to be posting it there so that people can pre-order by the time it comes out. You know, and just and just um, follow me. I mean, there's so many things happening that I'm doing. You know, it's just just follow me. Look, look me up. You don't need to put my name online on Google. I mean, I'm I'm all over the place. It's not hard to find me, but, you know, just value yourself, know yourself worth and do something about it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome sauce. I just may, I, I haven't, didn't mention this to you, but I've been tweeting the whole time. <laughs> so if anyone <laughs> uh, wants to follow us on uh, Twitter and if you want to get some recaps of what we've been sharing here tonight, follow us at Evolve Woman One on Twitter. And you can follow the hashtag Corinne LaFont or Evolutionary Woman Radio. And you can pull up all of the golden nuggets that she shared with us tonight. 
And we do have some people on the line. If you do have a question or a comment, uh, you can press the number one and it'll put you in queue and we will definitely take your call. But in the meantime, Corinne, I just wanna tell you, thank you so much for sharing of yourself. And I was wanna remind yeah. everybody that she will be at the Power, uh, Power Forward Yo, Women's forward. Conference in Dallas in yeah. uh, Dallas, Texas in June. Um, the information is actually on her page and I'm actually going to share um, Power Your Way Forward conference, I'm sorry. I'm going to share the information. Oh, it's Saturday, June 24th uh, in yeah. Dallas, Texas. So I'm gonna share the information uh, on Twitter, which it'll also be on um, the Facebook page for Evolutionary Woman Radio. So I just want to thank you so much for being here and sharing uh, your story, sharing your journey, and sharing what you, uh, your gifts and talents that God has given yeah. you with us here oh, yeah. uh, in the world. Um, yeah. It takes a lot of courage to do this because a lot of people don't, won't. <laughs> do it. And sometimes we need people like yourself to step out and oh, yeah. say, hey, yeah. it's okay. It's okay to stand out. It's, it's okay, okay to be. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Step out. There is a net. Believe me, there is a net. There is a net. You might, you don't see the net. It's not for you to see. It's not for you to know the how. It's not for you to know the right. how. The how is none of you your business. <laughs> it's none of your damn business. The how is none of your damn business. You just step. <laughs> right. You know, and don't let the fear, don't let the fear hold you back. There's a lot of fear hold people back, you know? And I'm not, right. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's definitely going to be, it's going to be an exciting journey and it will be a learning lesson for you to show how strong you are. Because we women right. are extremely strong. You don't know yes. your strength until you have gone through something and you're on your own and you have to fight on your own and you realize, wait a minute, I have been sitting on this all these years. I mean, I didn't realize I could have done this and I could have done that. My God, I should have left long time. You know? So, right. <laughs> yeah, I should have done this long time. You know? But you can't live in regret and it, it happens at the right time, you know? So mm -hmm. the point is to just step, step out there, believe in yourself, have faith, trust, know that you have it within you. You have it within you. Like Les Brown says, there's greatness within you. There's you greatness know, there within. is greatness within. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yes, greatness yeah. within you. And so you just have to believe in yourself. Stop putting your trust and faith in somebody else. Right, right. another man and making them making them feel like they're all that and a bag of chips, like they say here in the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> we do have a caller, Corinne. So we're gonna take the caller. Yeah. We do have a caller. So we're gonna bring them in. Yeah. Welcome to the show, caller. Five one four one is the last four digits of your phone number. You are live. Welcome to Evolutionary Woman Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace and blessings to you, my beautiful queen. Oh. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Um, I just want to say I, I got in. I got on the call a little late, but the conversation is great. Oh my God, my beautiful sister Corinne. 
Thank you so hey. much. I, I love your beautiful spirit. I don't give a damn attitude. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so yes. free-spirited. You are so free-spirited. You are so in tune with yourself. You is I like, I know who I am, and this is who I am. If you don't like who I That's am, true. I don't give a damn. Damn straight, damn straight, damn straight. Damn straight. I love it. I love you. I love you. Thank you so very much. And I want I want you to know that your parting words to let me know that I am one of God's greatest creation. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a heavy. That's heavy, girl. That's heavy. You are yes. the highest form of creation. Highest creation, yes. Oh, my God. Highest form mm. of creation. You can't get better than that. Mm-hmm. you absolutely right. Thank you so much for your parting words on that. Thank you so much yeah. about the toxic relationship. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm I'm learning a lot more about myself as I continue to listen and 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 be yeah. true to myself, yeah. and um, yeah. I'm learning. So thank you so very much. Uh, I I know about journaling. I had not always journaled, but I made a commitment to myself. I have begun journaling, and I yeah, yeah okay. I I I can see a book how the books come out of journaling, and I can see my yeah. life unfold. So thank yes. you, thank you so so yes. very much, and no and my beautiful <laughs> my beautiful queen, your uh, thank you so much. Uh, I've been calling in, checking in, you know. So I know you're busy and whatnot, flying all over the world and whatnot. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you <laughs> I'm glad you're back with us tonight, um, evolutionary woman. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you should try and come and see me in Dallas. I'm going to be there on June 24th. I'm going to try and get in some Dallas cowboy and pick it up, pick it up at the barn and drink some beers or whatever they do. You know, check out those boys in jeans. I'm going to check out those boys <laughs> in jeans over there. You was in Jamaica, um, so you are in Jamaica. I'm in Jamaica. Jamaica. He is I in Jamaica. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. You, you know, you know what, Corinne? You know what? Uh-huh. I, I right now I'm at this space where I'm like, you know what? I just need to get the hell away for one month. I don't give a damn about nothing now. I, I, seriously, that's what I've been saying. I said I don't give a damn about nothing. I'm just gonna pay the yes. rent, pay my light bills, and I'm gonna be gone. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm just inviting myself to your space. I want to invite myself to your <laughs> space. <laughs> Girl, anytime, oh. anytime, anytime. Don't give a shit. What, what, the, what, what could go wrong? What, what? Somebody's gonna tell Nothing. your man? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? Somebody's gonna scoff at you and say, "Ooh, she's behaving like this." Listen to me. Most of the time.
time is not all of the time. Those same women or other people who are telling you that would love to do what you're doing, but they're scared. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Tell the truth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're, they're scared. Yeah. They're scared, but they yeah. would love to do it. They would love to do it. I'm going to, I'm telling yeah. you, did you hear the part about me running across on the beach with my bikini tongs? I have to walk on the beach with my bikini tongs. <laughs> I love I'm it. I was like, ooh. on the show so we can talk more about how to say yes to life oh oh, oh my yeah. gosh yeah 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 so yeah. all right family i will i will all right family we want to thank you for being here this has been another amazing powerful dynamic and real authentic that's the other thing i wanted to say about corinne being on our show oh, yeah. today she's a real and authentic person she says it uh like she means it and she means what she says so yeah. we just appreciate yeah. her being here and uh stay tuned family for another episode next week we'll be back on with joe hausman uh next week so 
We thank you for being here again and have a peaceful, prosperous, productive day, the rest of your week. And we'll see you all here next week. Peace and blessings. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Evolutionary Woman Radio. Tune in Mondays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash evolutionary woman radio.